0: The nhl show monday through friday 10 30 a.m eastern time today is tuesday march 21st we are through the round of 64 the round of 32 for college basketball and matt as our resident college basketball analyst here on the nhl EdgeWorks show uh how's things been going for you through the first week of march weekend of march madness i should say
1: uh it's an up and down affair uh i dodged a bullet on sunday night the uh, of course the shot heard round the world, the, yes. uh, the 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 most meaningless shot that meant so much to everyone didn't really mean all that much to me. Uh, I was on the hammer uh, little live stream that we did on Saturday and I talked about how I was hoping to get minus four, maybe even a little bit better there come game time with Gonzaga. And basically after, not because I said it by any means, but you know between the time I said that and 24 hours later in tip never got below four and a half. So I was able to stay away from Gonzaga minus four. If it had been minus four, or if I was able to get minus four, or certainly minus three and a half, I would have died a horrific death at uh, the wee hours on Sunday. Took, what, 52 games for our uh, betting moment, um, you know, our purest betting moment in that, uh, you know, we weren't talking about winners and losers on the court. We were talking about winners and losers There's so many winners and losers uh, in the uh, sports book. So, yeah, like like, if I had hit uh, had been against that one, uh, Sunday went so poorly for me. Otherwise, I might uh, never come back. Uh, and I don't even oh. mean to the <laughs> hammer, I mean betting in general, or maybe even the NCAA tournament, or honestly right. life at this point. But uh, right. <laughs> yeah, as as we talked about uh, last week, really busy with that sort of stuff. You know, I'll quote myself here. The last thing we said before you fired up the uh, live stream was, here we go. I don't know what the hell's going on with the NHL these days. This should be fun. So let's uh, let's rock and roll on a Tuesday.
0: Well... I know one person who is enthralled in what's going on in the NHL right now, and that would be Todd. And, Todd, I saw you tweeting some stuff out this weekend. I need to know if it got resolved before we get into some of the games today. The NHL shots on goal has been a bit of a disaster. There's been some liberal scorekeepers adding shots, removing shots, not giving them. I saw Todd was in a little bit of a battle there on the weekend over an Alex (laughs) Ovechkin-tipped shot did this get resolved, Todd? What is going on with NHL shots on goal
2: props and scorekeeping right now? Uh, it did not get <clears throat> it did not get resolved by the NHL, but it got resolved by Ovechkin because he ended up taking four shots in the final ten minutes to make sure <laughs> okay. that I breezed past, anyways. However, I had a couple other instances where uh, Kyle Connor ripped one on the power play. It was like a Soros block blocker save. He didn't get it. Uh, Troy Terry on Friday night. Like teed up a one-timer on ESPN with the puck tracker, literally like shadowing the puck so you could see that it hit the goalie. Yeah. He never got it, and that ended up costing him the win. Um, like he would have won if they counted that. So uh fun times, fun times.
0: Yes, fun times indeed. And uh Artificial 360 here in the chat saying, Please don't start on the NHL scorekeeping. Not sure I can handle this conversation. They scream me all the time. <laughs> Seems to be a very common theme, and as we know, uh our our resident props guy, Toddy Props, uh, that's a big thing for him having to battle with uh, every now and then with these uh, shot props not coming in, but we will get to the games here today with uh, 13 games on the schedule it is. I mean, you bounce from four yesterday to 13 today, and then what are we going to have two tomorrow, and the NHL just can't seem to figure it out in terms of balancing out some type of schedule, but nonetheless... We've got a ton of games here today. We'll break them all down, and I'm sure basically the theme of today is going to be this team is playing horribly, so we're betting on them. Uh, Let's look first at a team in Columbus heading on the road to the Washington Capitals. Columbus right now, I was saying it yesterday, I like now that we get to look at the NHL standings and see the little E's and X's beside some of the teams. Columbus, one of the teams who's now added the eliminated from the playoffs, a little emblem beside their name. Sitting uh, 8-21-5 on the road so far this season. They're on a three-game losing streak coming into this one in Washington. Now, Washington, they are sitting six points out of the playoff spot. I imagine it's going to be extremely hard for them to fight their way back. Now, at this point, especially with the way Florida's been getting results as of late. And uh, six points back of Florida. They have Pittsburgh and Ottawa in between them. They're on a two-game losing streak as well. Matt, maybe this is a spot for you where you might lean towards Columbus here tonight, sitting at uh, plus 215, or is this a stay-away spot?
1: Yeah, Zach, you just want to get perverse right off the start here (laughs) with the Columbus Blue Jackets, plus 220. Yeah, that's going to be one of my plays uh, tonight. Honestly, purely a numbers play, and as much as we look at the Blue Jackets uh, being a general horror show, and certainly in the last two games, right, a 7 two loss to the Golden Knights, a 7-4 loss to the Ducks of all teams who I didn't even know were capable of such things. Uh, We're going to give them a pass on losing 4-1 to the Kings. The Kings are a juggernaut that nobody knows about. You know, uh, Western Conference champions uh, in the future. Uh, But the the Ducks and the Golden Knights (laughs) games they're actually better than 50% expected goal share, 5-on-5. 54% in both games. So if we're grasping at straws, those are some decent straws To grasp at and of course you know fundamentally this comes down to a a pricing situation here um i grabbed the plus 220 that was around this morning there's still some plus 214s available basically anything sort of plus 210 or better i would sort of grin and bear it here who are the capitals at this point to you know kind of be laying that much uh, of a money line obviously you can get into the narrative like they need to win the game etc etc listen that's probably honestly why we're getting this priced upwards of the plus 200 Obviously, the Blue jacket stinking would be the other element in getting a price at this high. But honestly, the caps aren't, uh, frankly, any good. Um, looking to see, I mean, listen, I'm not looking to see it as far as whether I'm going to make the decision or not, but it certainly helps. If Kuznetsov plays or doesn't play, of course, obviously it helps if he doesn't play, uh, but still would be a bet for me no matter what. So we'll see whether he goes tonight. Obviously, I'd feel a little bit better if Kuznetsov can't go tonight for the Capitals. But yeah, this uh, might as well start start us off with a wild one on a Tuesday, Zach. I thought, I thought we were going to slide these in at the end, these real sicko moves that we like to do on a Tuesday, but you've really leaned into the bit here with me yeah. on, on Tuesdays, going straight for the jugular with the Blue Jackets <laughs> plus... Uh, Plus 214, I think, was available up there. So, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Let's see see what happens. I usually
0: like to go in chronological order of the games. Sometimes (laughs) on the Tuesday ones, I'd throw some of those to the back burner and then we'll get to them later. Like, oh, do you have a play in this one? Would you lean to a side? Now, based on the theme of probably like the last three consecutive weeks of how we've gone on Tuesdays, this morning when I looked at the schedule and I saw that that was the first game listed on the rotation, (laughs) I like. This is perfect. This is the best way to jump into it. But. And you were just
1: sitting there waiting <laughs> for me to, to, to put into the chat Blue Jackets. When you saw that, you just went full on Mr. Burns. Excellent.
0: <laughs> yes, that's what I was like. Oh, This is uh, all right. Good way to start this one. Good way to start this one. Um, well, listen, but, you know,
1: we had our we had our mega lean on the Blackhawks last week against the Bruins. That yeah. horror show
2: right yeah,
1: that, we, that we openly sat out at plus <laughs> what 350 as home underdogs and of course yeah we Black play a- all
0: the other ones but we left that one out
1: <laughs> yeah well yeah that one that one was a that was a bridge too far but and, and it didn't look didn't end up being that way so you know hindsight is 2020 20, but you know sometimes you just got to lean into these i didn't play the blackhawks last night when i theoretically could have so you know you take right you know you take the good with the bad even if the good is plus 350.
0: Um, Matt, I know that that had to do mostly with numbers that you're playing in this one with Columbus here against uh, Washington tonight. But Artificial 360 bringing up here in the chat, uh, Columbus right now is in zero F's given mode. Um, Now, a lot of times down the stretch, when you see some of these teams that are in said mode, they start to kind of pull out some of these wins. Now, maybe that does refer to. Chicago beating the Bruins the other day 6-3 to or uh, seeing Chicago push to overtime against the Panthers a couple weeks ago or different situations like that. Uh, Some of these lower tier, lower end teams just uh, randomly coming up with a win against some of the top tier teams. If you're kind of looking in this, you're obviously looking at numbers first, but I just wanted to ask, especially before we go forward, and I know some of these other ones are going to pop up, um, does this play a factor into it at all where you kind of look at them and think like, all right, these guys are just playing loose, playing free. This could actually just
1: lead to them winning or pulling out points, pulling out a win like that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely... In that situation, kind of want to see what they've been up to lately. And that's why I sort of referenced the idea that they've had actually been the better team five on five when it comes to expected goal share in those last two games. Because if you just look at the score, you'd be like, well, the Blue Jackets stink, et cetera, et cetera. Now when we come into, you know, and I honestly don't know whether, whether artificial 360 is saying that in a positive way or a negative way when it comes to the blue jackets, because honestly it could go either way. And when you throw it, when you go into some sort of different mode and sometimes that mode is, you know, gripping the sticks too tight because you're, you know, you're hearing about how you have to, you know, stay in the playoff race, like the penguins or, you know, make a run at the playoff race, like the team, like the flames, like when you go into a different mode, that, kind of brings in a larger swath of potential, right? Like, it could go way, way badly. It could go way, way good in both in both situations. Like, it could go really badly for the team that needs to win the game, and it could go well. I mean, honestly, it can't be worse this season than the Blue Jackets, right? Like, maybe it's a full-on Costanza situation when, if everything I do is wrong, the opposite has to be right. Now, one of those things that could be wrong could be Elvis Leakins and maybe we get him out. Listen, the senators put their fifth goaltender in. I wrote about the senators (laughs) yesterday on the concept that we might have to avoid Mad Sogard for the rest of our lives. And then the senators are like, well, we got our fifth goaltender this season. Let's run him out there. And the guy stopped 48 shots. Right. How many F's given was, was he throwing out there? Probably zero <laughs> or maybe all of them. Cause it was his like first NHL starter or certainly first one this season with the senators. I don't know the elaborate, you know, history of, of, the gentleman that started last night, but like, that's a, that's an X factor that's thrown into the mix. Right. And it's easy to point out when it's the goaltender, like playing off his ass, but it's a whole different story when it's a team that might be playing a little bit differently towards later on in the season. So yeah, maybe the blue jackets get into more of a run and gun thing and maybe they play a little more offensively and they actually score and, and we, and we get a little bit lucky here, but you know, plus 200 or better, you're sort of relying on some elements of luck, but guess what? That's the NHL, particularly in the regular season. Uh, Dylan Dylan Furry for the Vesey <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah. <nice>. Listen, you throw <laughs> a, a few more again. of those games in of the way. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh Todd, do you have any thoughts on this one in the total here? I see insight is brought up now. Uh, it's something that's intriguing to him. The caps oh, the Capitals Blue Jackets over six and a half. And he brings up that the Blue Jackets are over six and a half. Six of their last seven, the Capitals over six and a half in their last four. Now, uh, some of this is obviously the trends going and sometimes these can just fall off. That doesn't mean they're going to pass. results are not indicative of future performance. But uh, in this one, would this be something you would look at here? The over six and a half minus 109?
2: Uh, Only if Kemper doesn't start. Okay.
0: Okay. So you kind of hold out for that one. See yeah. the Kemper news. Yeah. Fair enough. So if maybe if that comes up, if we see a goalie news pop across the screen at some point during the show, that'll be something we could circle back to, but uh, we'll leave that one. Um, Next game that I want to look at here. Now we're going to uh, go through some of the seven o'clock games continue. Todd, I know you and Matt are both looking at this one. You're both looking at the Buffalo Sabres here tonight at home against the Nashville Predators. Nashville has kind of dropped slowly out of this playoff push in the Western Conference right now. They're five points back out behind Winnipeg. They got three games in hand on them, so it could be made up. This is assuming that they're going to win all three of those games, and Winnipeg doesn't find a way to get things done with Connor Hellebuck and the pressure that they're feeling. And uh, now seven points behind Seattle. They do have Calgary ahead of them, and I saw a graphic yesterday that was the most insane thing I've ever seen in terms of Calgary. It was the most posts hit in the NHL, the most one-goal games lost, the least third-period comebacks. Like, this team just hasn't found a way to get it done all year long. They've been on the brink but just can't get over that hump. Now, Nashville coming into this is on a three-game losing streak. Buffalo currently has pushed themselves out of a playoff spot in the East or into out of the hunt of a playoff spot in the East. They are on a three-game losing streak as well. But you and Matt are looking at backing the Sabers here tonight
2: at home. Why would that be? Uh, Nashville sucks.
1: Mine is going to be Nashville might stink, but yeah, <laughs> that's fair too.
2: But in all seriousness, um, they kind of won a few games right after the deadline ended, but they weren't playing that well. They were just playing garbage teams. Um, but then they they even uh, they lost two nothing at home to Chicago, so that tells you all you need to know. Um, but their underlying numbers are not good of late. Uh, the roster, if you just look at it, is not good at all. Like they have a lot of AHLers just kind of filling in spots to finish the season right now. Roman Yosi's hurt, so they have a Tyson Berry, Jordan Gross top pairing, which is very gross. Sorry, I had to make that bad nice. joke. Yeah, uh, was... But but also the Sabers, I believe, at home this year are second or third in goals per game. Their offense is really good, especially at home. Um, I think they have a lot more talent. And then as you mentioned, they're kind of falling out of the playoff race, but they're still close enough that. Like, it can be a selling point. They, they still have something to play for. Um, so I think they're going to take care of business tonight at home.
1: Yeah, and uh, Roman Yossi's family wants me to let you know that he scored with 25 seconds left against Chicago to make that game 2-1 to one on oh, the sorry. Uh, weekend, Todd. Uh, but more yeah. importantly, right, if Yossi's out, I mean, we've already been trying to – I think last week we were talking about this with with regards to a game against the Red Wings and the idea that they keep playing these garbage teams and that like we like their, you know, potentially like the Red Wings that night. And then we're like, yeah, but if they beat the Red Wings, it's only going to be a win over the Red Wings. And then sure enough, right. They lose to the Blackhawks in the very next game because yes, the Predators team largely stinks. And we've been trying to figure out with all of the guys traded and injured, how to downgrade them in our ratings. And then if you're going to throw their best player out of the mix in Yossi, then, I mean, there is no floor when it comes to how bad the, pe- the predators might in fact be. So when I'm looking at this, I have like a 1% edge on the sabers. And that's with kind of, you know, my best guess on what the predators are. Uh, and I honestly think I might be kind of overselling the predators, even as I say that they stink in my own personal ratings. I have like a full on 10% drop for the predators. And it might be even worse than that, right? We'll see over time here that probably matches up eventually. But against the sabers here uh you know i think todd's right you're probably getting a little bit too good of a price uh or sort of too generous of a price on the predators on the idea that oh they're you know at least within shouting distance of the playoffs but that was a completely fraudulent um little run there that they made to kind of keep themselves in it this team is a bottom third team the rest of the way at the very at the very best honestly it might be even lower than that uh so yeah give me the give me the sabers at a reasonable price here anything under minus 150 essentially uh, and you got Artificial360
0: here saying, couldn't get me to bet Nashville if they were plus 230. Yeah, give me the blue
1: jackets. <laughs> give me the blue jackets on, with zero bleeps given over the Predators with zero players available. Mm. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, Matt, I don't know
0: if I can tee you up any better for this next one here. Oh, sweet go. We talk about how Tuesday shows have <laughs> fallen into this theme. Tonight, we got the Florida Panthers on the road. This team is red hot. They've now jumped themselves into a playoff spot, surpassing the Pittsburgh Penguins last <laughs> night. With a Florida win, a Pittsburgh loss <laughs> at the same time. At the same time. Two pets. <laughs> you do have... Two. The second night of a back-to-back for Florida here. But that being said, they're on a three-game win streak coming into this one. 7-2-1 in their last 10. This team has all the motivation in the world. They're seeing the results in terms of points on the board. They're seeing it in terms of getting into a playoff spot. Tell it. And so tonight, of course, you will be betting on
1: who? The Philadelphia Flyers is the other, <laughs> is the other, uh, sicko perverse move along with the Blue Jackets. Honestly, if we're looking at it in a slightly wider frame, we're hoping just one of these two teams actually wins. Uh, we're leaving out the fact that the Flyers, a little 5 2 victory against the Sabres on Friday, followed that up by taking the Hurricanes to overtime. I think the uh, Hurricanes still pretty good. Uh, before that, it was a little grim when it comes to the Flyers losing four straight. Listen, Flyers aren't very good, the Panthers aren't our hashtag playing good hockey uh alex moreto quote from back when he used to be on this show before he he left left us for you know greener pastures and another different day of the week or the yeah, World AKA baseball classic show. or you know <laughs> la liga I, I can't can't keep track of it at this point in time um yeah honestly i mean the back-to-back here element you know built in is is part of this certainly putting this into a into a range uh that is quote unquote worth betting. Uh, plus 150 or better is sort of the target here. Uh, it might be the target to avoid if you don't want to bet on the Flyers. You're hoping maybe <laughs> uh, money comes in and they get below 150 and you can slowly walk away as if none of this has happened. Um, but yeah, honestly, it's just a, a price element here. We're probably getting a little ex- too excited. You know, the, the Panthers rating the season has been up when they were bad. And now that they're playing quote unquote, again, hashtag good hockey uh it's getting a little out of control here so at a couple of percentage points worth of value here give me the flyers um along with the blue jackets as the sicko double not a parlay sweet god not a parlay uh reverse truck line. line let's just know, todd relax over there we are not reverse <laughs> puck lining we're not you know this isn't going in a round robin we are just hoping to get one of these two crappy teams home on a tuesday night
0: nice all right, yeah, we'll we'll circle back to the to the reverse puck lines at the end. Be the, <laughs> yes, we will. That'll be the parlay. We'll d- dunk all those together and see what we can come up with. And oh, Jordan God. mostly here is saying minus two and a half on both. There you go. We'll go the Hawks
1: would have hit. The than... Hawks would have hit for I think yeah. a million to one, basically. <laughs> yeah. the odds
2: on that. I think I was
1: yeah. accurate.
0: That was the line I saw. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Todd. I'm curious your thoughts in this Tampa Bay-Montreal game here today. I know there wasn't really any bets in this one for us, but uh, just in terms of breaking this one down, what we might be looking at and the price that we're looking at right now, Tampa has been one of those teams who is starting to garner some public scrutiny in terms of actually how they've been playing over the last little while. People starting to actually question whether or not this team can figure it out before they get to the playoffs. In years past, you see them... Not winning games, not walking away with points, and you say, well, they're at least playing the right way, playing well, they'll figure it out and they'll turn it around. This year seems to kind of be the first year where there's actually some doubts in terms of whether or not they can do so. Now, they are on the road here tonight against Montreal, and you're looking at a Montreal team who's won seven and two in their last 10. They're on a two game losing streak currently, going to face a a Tampa Bay team at home. Now, you're looking at a big price on Montreal plus 220. Would either of these prices have any interest to you? Do you have any faith in Tampa and where they're at? Like, Where is your thoughts on Tampa Bay
2: and how you value them in the market right now? Um, I don't love Tampa Bay come playoff time. I think this team is more flawed than recent versions. They're not nearly as good at 5-5. Five or five. Um, The Devils, they've played them three times in the last week or so. They outplayed them all three times, the last two significantly so. So I think they can get... Um, I don't think they match up to the Devils, to the to the Bruins, to the top teams in the East. That being said, I did. Who else? Who else? <laughs> I don't know, man. The Leafs under long number since the deadline. I don't want to talk about that right now because I have to talk about a play later. Um, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not buying this, the Lightning stock long term. However, I'm not buying Habs stock tonight. Like that team is just so bad. I don't want any part of it. Maybe maybe Matt will fire in uh, Habs minus two and a half on his parlay. So I can leave that for him. But.
1: Yeah, that's nothing uh, there for me. I, I need, meet like I, you you only because you mentioned it. Uh I this <laughs> I, this is close. This is close for me to get involved in the Sicko uh the Sicko collection. Uh you know. Um but we're needing probably like plus 235 on Montreal and uh I'm just going to not look at the odds board the rest of the day yeah. so that I don't <laughs> you know, so that Same. when Montreal hits plus 235 at like 6:15 tonight uh, I don't have to make a play on it, but uh, 4-1. it's 4-1. Cool. Well, you don't know can't hurt you. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, which is why people should really avoid the Tuesday show because if they don't know that they're missing out on these hot, uh, massive underdogs, you know, they can't be bummed out when they win or when they lose, to be honest. Uh, Matt, you mentioned
0: uh, you were looking for like, at least plus 235 there. Would that stand even with uh, da- Doc and uh,
1: Gallagher back in the lineup for the Habs here tonight? Yeah, I mean that might be why we're not getting it to be honest with you cuz a lot of times, I mean listen, there's been I'd say almost more than half the time this season Montreal sort of pops up as that big underdog showing, you know, 3 4 5% of value and most mm-hmm. of the time it's because their uh injury list is just absolutely ridiculous and we it's start like half the roster. <laughs> yeah, when you start <laughs> uh, trimming some of the injuries off of that, then, you know, the rating changes a little bit. And so that's probably why they're dipping closer to uh, kind of a, um, a more fair price. Like my fair price is minus 193 plus 193 on, a, you know, on either side, you know, without the vig, And so, you know, we're getting a little bit closer to that. Probably need a few more guys healthy for Montreal, maybe, you know, something along that, those lines to change uh, things up here. But, uh, you know, I'm probably a little bit higher on Tampa Bay. I have them rated pretty much identical to the Leafs uh, this season. I'm looking forward to a minus 110 on either side series price. Or you know whomever is favored in that, I think the I think the Leafs would be uh, home ice advantage at this point. I don't have yeah. the standings in front of me, but they'd probably so, be slight favorites. You're right. Yes. There, you'd probably give them a little bump there for the uh, game seven potential, like last year, where maybe they're looking at a minus one twenty. But that's uh, that'll be the a fun one. A I think difference. Zach's gonna have to sign <laughs> off. <laughs>
0: yeah. You guys got the rest of the show, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a ton of respect for the people who watch the Tuesday show here as well and just follow along with us throwing darts on these alt line minus one and a and then there you got artificial three sixty saying taking a shot with the Habs minus it's two and, and a half destiny <laughs> yeah mix in a little uh, quarter unit sprinkle on the uh, minus one and a half minus two and a half flip the other way so we'll see but I can't wait to hear the results of that one or see those later when we look at the scoreboard but. Uh, moving on to another game that we do have a play in for sure here, Matt, you're looking at the Carolina hurricanes tonight on the road against the New York Rangers. And this Rangers team has been one of the better teams in the NHL as of recently, four game win streak right now, seven, two and one in their last 10 Todd shaking his head, not enjoying hearing that, but a lot of it has to do with how well their offense has been playing, how many goals they've been capable of putting up. Carolina has been uh six and four in their last 10. They're still first in the Metro, one point up on New Jersey, six points up on the Rangers here. But you're looking to uh to back Carolina going into New York here tonight?
1: Yeah, up until the Svechnikov injury, and honestly maybe who knows? We don't we are still sort of gathering information post Svechnikov uh you know injury the carolina hurricanes were the best team 5 and 5 in the nhl this season and because of that it's uh, you know a hard uh, you're driving a hard bargain trying to get them at close to a pick and price against anybody in basically any situation we're getting that here and until we sort of get more uh, information with regards to the hurricanes on how they play and how well they play without Svechnikov in the lineup i only have about a 3% downgrade to their rating and i sort of need to be proven that it's more than that and as long as we're getting these, like, honestly, close to plus prices, even anything minus 110 is still pretty good for me. But obviously there's some minus 102s out there. And honestly, if people think, you know, again, the Rangers are playing that well because of the results that they've had. You know, we talk about the Rangers almost every week, right? We know what they're going to do. They're going to get outplayed theoretically at five on five, but their goaltender and their upfront. Uh, scoring and their ability to convert high danger chances at an unusually high rate which is what happens when you have really good players is going to make them kind of undervalued in a lot of ways but when the results uh, kind of pile up like this it sort of turns when they play a really good team like carolina who can make them pay for playing at almost like a 60 40 type expected goal share rate which i was you know something i Maybe not 60-40, but certainly like a 57% is kind of what I'm expecting from Carolina. Now, do they convert those chances? Who knows? Right. Is it because Svechnikov is out? Who knows? Right. And again, is it because Shisterkin's awesome at preventing them? Maybe, right? But at this point, like we're getting close to plus money on a price here and certainly a pick'em price on Carolina. And again, until the until the hurricanes prove that they are helpless and hopeless or, you know, significantly, you know, have a significant downturn because Svechnikov's not uh, there anymore. I'm going to just, you know, I'm, I'm going to just sort of trust the numbers here and, and think that that's a pretty valuable bet, getting them under minus 110. All right, Todd, why
0: were you shaking your head? We'll uh, I, was just,
2: I was just going to kind of go on what Matt said as well. Um, the last 10 games, the Rangers' goal differential at 5 or 5 is 6, but I believe they were plus 5 or plus 6 literally last game against that ass nashville team without yossi <laughs> so if you take that game out of it and just focus on the nine before that their goal differential at five is five is like even uh they've also been outplayed at five is five and the hurricanes have like the best penalty kill in the league so if the rangers are gonna have to rely on the power play um i don't think that's a good spot uh, for them to do that so i also see value on the hurricanes and that's kind of what i was uh, shaking my head at gotcha
0: well also here it did just flip over. So now it is at plus 103. So we did just see movement from minus 102. Um, and to be very transparent with those watching or listening right now, I went to track it at minus 102 and it moved to 103. So I couldn't get the 102 in. So now we are getting the plus 103. And that will be what it is tracked at there for anybody watching or listening right now. So plus 103 in the Carolina Hurricanes money line. Uh, Moving forward, another game that I wanted to look at here. and Todd, I'm interested in your thoughts. As you kind of mentioned here, if you follow Todd, you obviously know who he supports. And the New Jersey Devils is going to be going down to New Jersey. So if you're from the New Jersey area, make sure to say hi to Todd while he's out there supporting the Devils. But uh, Todd, I'm interested in your thoughts here tonight in this game against the Minnesota Wilds. Looking, uh, looking at the odds for this one, New Jersey is a massive uh, or decently sized favorite, almost touching up to the minus 200s on some books here against the Minnesota Wild at home tonight. Would you say that this is a deserving price for New Jersey? Is this a little bit long? Where are we at in terms of how they're being reflected
2: in the market right now? Um, Okay, so if you take out goaltenders, I would say it's a deserving price right now because without Kapasov, the Wild, are not playing very well, and they're also giving up a lot of shots and chances, which is... Normally, their calling card preventing them. Um, so, from if you take out goaltenders, uh, I could see that price right now. However, I, I don't love the Devils at this price because of goaltending. Uh, Vitek Vanisek is not playing very well right now for the Devils, whereas Philip Gustafson, the last few months, has probably been if not the best, like the second best goaltender in the league. Um, he allows for two or less pretty much every single game. His goal is saved above expected is through the roof. Um, I'm assuming he's going to get the nod tonight, so I don't really feel like getting goalied. Uh, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna partake at this price. Um, but I do think the Devils are playing really well right now, whereas the Wild uh, aren't really playing right, well right now without uh, Kaprizov. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm a little more likely to sort of allow the goaltending thing to bite me <laughs> than Dodd is. I like the Devils at minus 170, or sort of like that. That's a, to me a valuable bet. You know, obviously, if our resident Devils, you know, uh, I guess we call you a fan. You certainly you certainly are, I would say, expert. Um, If uh, if you're saying to stay away, then that's probably enough for me to stay away. But Devils at minus 170 is certainly interesting because I have, you know, of like a small downgrade to the wild. And maybe honestly, it's more than that, but I'm pretty conservative when it comes to. Um, wild players in general, just because of the you know way that they they seem to go about their business over the last few years, even um, having, having sort of a lesser roster, at least perceptively a, res- a lesser roster, and still playing pretty well on a nightly basis. But Kaprizov might be a bit of a bridge too far there as well. So um, yeah, minus 170 is still a bet for me. But if Todd's saying no, then maybe we should all just walk away.
0: Right, fair enough.
1: Well, we'll leave that off our best bets
0: list, but wanted to hear your thoughts on that one regardless. And uh, Todd, now we're going to go to you for one that I know you do have a bet in here. You're looking at the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight on the road against the New York Islanders. Toronto right now coming into this one on a two-game win streak. They're six-three and one in their last ten. But as you mentioned, underlying numbers since the trade deadline haven't really been there. Not they've been, I believe, the last-place team in five-on-five play since the trade deadline to this point in the NHL. Now going into face-off against the Islanders, who are holding on to the first wild card spot in the East, one point up on the Florida Panthers with one more game played than them. But you're looking to back Toronto here tonight. Uh, at a minus 115 price on the road, and why is that?
2: Uh, well, the the short answer is about six weeks ago they played and the Leafs closed minus 240. Uh, the long answer is that in that game when they closed 240, it was Samsonov versus Sorokin. Um, both teams were pretty much full health. Uh, the Islanders did not have Bo Horvat then, but they did have Matthew Barzell then, who is not playing tonight. So I don't think swapping Barzell for Horvat and then flipping home ice is worth a 15 or 16% swing in win probability, which is what the market is saying right now. Um, so I know the the Leafs haven't been playing very well lately, but they have Matthews, they have Marner, they have Nylander, they have Tavares, they have Samsonov. They're all healthy. And this Islanders team is basically the same one that was uh, closed minus uh, 240 against uh, a month and a half ago. So I think, there's been way too big of an adjustment made here. Uh, I also think that while well, the Islanders have been playing well lately and they've won five of the last seven, um, they've been playing teams like the Sharks, Ducks, Red Wings, etc. When they did face the Kings or even the Capitals, which I would say are probably the two best teams of the ones they've faced lately, they lost both of those games. So I just think I'm, I'm not very sold on this Islanders team. And I think there's been way too big of an adjustment made uh, from the last time these teams faced. So give me the Leafs. All right.
0: Track the leave sir. again, if you do want to see all the picks that we've made on the uh, on the bets on the Edge Work show throughout the course of this season, how we've done, what our Success has been what our record is. You can go find that in the Stamp app. You can find that on iOS or Android. You can find us in the Find Better section as EdgeWork HQ in there. So you can see everything that we've done throughout the course of the year, the prices we've tracked at, the units that we've tracked at. So make sure to go and check that out. Give it a follow as well. At the end of every show, I will recap every pick that's being given out throughout the course of the show, the prices we played them at, and the unit sizes that we've played them at. So if that's something you're looking for as well, make sure to stick around. To the end of the show. So, yeah, you can hear all of those as we do go through and break them all down. But uh, we're locking Toronto Maple Leafs minus 115 money line here tonight on the road against the Islanders. Another game that I know there's a bet in here. Matt, of course. What would it be? without uh, going with another underdog to close out the ones that we do for sure have bets in here. And the Vancouver Canucks tonight at home against the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm just going to leave it simply here. Why do you trust the Vancouver Canucks tonight against the Golden Knights?
1: So I wrote about this a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. Who knows? I have no concept of time at this point in my life. Uh, you'll have to go Same. back and look. Um, you can, uh, I, I, We referenced the sort of zero bleeps given a little bit earlier when it comes to the Blue Jackets. I think the Canucks are kindly on, as, uh, quietly on a, a zero bleeps given kind of uh, run here, right? I mean, yeah, they lost to the Coyotes. They're beating uh, the Leafs. They're beating the Dallas Stars. Vegas, depending on how you feel about the Dallas Stars, you know, maybe Vegas is the best team in this little stretch during the season here. But I talked about it like a week and a half ago, again, whenever, you know, time is a concept at this point. Um, you know, I talked about how the Canucks, you know, with Demko back, you know, again, we thought about Demko in a really positive way before the season started. Then things got really negative, And now he's back and he's playing really well. And this team's playing better defensively. Again, we've talked about this before, that, you know, like, The start of the season was a disaster, but it wasn't a disaster because they were necessarily a bad hockey team. It was a disaster because the good players on that team were doing the wrong things, allowing teams to come back from two and three goal deficits. So fundamentally now we're looking at a team that's probably around average, which again is a bummer if you were hoping they were going to lose a bunch of games here. And as much as the Golden Knights are what eight and two, and you know in their last ten games haven't made up any ground, or or should say have gotten caught by the Los Angeles Kings, future Western Conference champions, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Um, <laughs> I think the Golden Knights are kind of an average team too. And so when you're looking at, you know, I was hoping we were going to get a price of like closer to plus 140 on the Canucks here. This opened, or at least I saw very early on last night at around plus 125 think it's even a little it's dropped a little bit here so i think the canucks if we're gonna get that thank you uh i think we're now looking at plus 116 we're starting to get away from yeah there's the opening line price of plus 124 current line of 116 so i'm not the only one that likes the canucks conceptually here as this has been bet down a little bit um but i'm going to kind of not ignore necessarily uh my numbers in the hope of getting a plus 140 you know these are numbers based off of an entire season and i think the canucks again, for better or for worse, in March, have been a different team that they had than they have been in the previous four or five months. So I'm sort of boosting their, uh, their rating up here for the last few weeks. You know, I talked about how with 18 games left, they'll probably finish 10 and eight. They'll probably be plus money in a bunch of those games and they'll probably be profitable at a 10 and eight rate. So we're basically, I didn't bet them on Saturday because they were going against my Kings Uh, Ended up, you know, getting a shootout victory, which is the best you can do against the Kings because they do not lose in regulation time. I still can't believe the Kings weren't the favorite last night against the Flames. That was an abomination of uh, odds making and market uh, handicapping, etc. Happy to easily get the win in the 8-2 Kings victory. They're still scoring eight goals again. Game, they're not losing nine to eight. They are now winning games eight to two. Uh, I don't know how this turned into a King's rant, um, but that's where I am in my life. Basically all well, I care Kings about- It's King's Tuesdays. It is, I had to squeeze some King's Tuesday yeah. in because honest to God, like they're still available to win the Western Conference at better than eight to one. It's patently ridiculous. Uh, this team is has wagon potential. Um, I'm going to go to my deathbed uh, on the Kings here. And maybe if they don't make the Western Conference, at least the Western Conference final, uh, I might actually be on my deathbed. But when it comes to these last few weeks, and this is sort of a bigger picture betting thing, when it comes to the NHL, like find a couple of teams that you hate and a couple of teams that you like and just kind of play those or, you know, bet a futures like, you know, Kings plus, now I have plus 400 to win the division. It's down to 200 and just follow the Golden Knights and the Kings. And, you know, we don't need to play all 32 teams. We don't need to, you know, be deep into the weeds on some of these teams as much as, you know, we like talking about. And listen, I got five bets for tonight. I'm I'm one to talk. But, you know, sometimes when it comes to these last few weeks, it's like, yeah, you know what? I really just care what happens to the Kings and care what happens to the Canucks. And from a positive standpoint, maybe there's a couple of teams to fade here, like we talked about with the Predators. And, you know, honestly, maybe the Senators, depending on whether they're getting Vesna level goaltending from Dylan Ferguson on a night-to-night basis, <laughs> um, that, that might be overrated or underrated. And just kind of, you know, finish off the regular season that way, and then we'll get ramped up in a big way for the playoffs.
2: I have a, a thing to add as well to that. Um, I did not play this game yet, but if I did, I would be leaning the Canucks as well. Uh, last 10 games, Vegas' is dead last in expected goals against, chances against, high-digit chances against, ev- <laughs> everything against. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's the ridiculous. goaltending has been pretty shitty. So like if they're giving up that kind of volume and they don't have good goaltending, like, I don't know, I'm not racing to bet them as heavy favorites. That's and,
1: sure. and again, this is with absolutely no research. So everybody just grab a pen and pencil right now. Um, the, the Canucks in one of the all time strangest statistical anomalies I saw were like 12-0-2 in their last 14 games against the Kings when they won that game on Saturday night. Yeah. Like it fair doesn't weird. make yeah. any sense whatsoever. I don't even know if this is correct, but I saw this on the screen. So it's got to be right on, uh, on Sportsnet. Maybe yeah. it is right. Maybe it isn't. Um, but I imagine Jonathan quick was involved in a fair amount of those games. Right. So while I, would, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pin that record against Jonas Corposalo certainly. And what was it? What? 2-1 or 3-2 uh, extra time loss um i would pin probably a lot of those games on jonathan quick and i think they're probably going to see jonathan quick tonight and i think as todd mentioned jonathan quick along with the other goaltenders on vegas not very good i don't think the team is as good as this record certainly not eight and two in their last ten that's outrageous and yeah plus plus
2: one more factor one more more factor factor. the vancouver canucks Hate Connor Bedard. They do not want him on their team. They do not <laughs> want any chance of getting him. No. So they're going to win every single game they possibly yeah. can, especially yeah. the ones that on paper you'd be like, oh, they shouldn't win this one. Even more the reason for them to win it.
1: Yeah. And that's what they, and that, and, and when we talk about like zero beliefs given, right? Like because that, that sort of hope has been dashed as of, you know, it started March 4th with that win against the Leafs, like just a game that they had no business. Sort of wanting to win as a franchise, and then just being like, "Well, guess we'll just reel off five straight wins and points in seven of our last eight. Why not?" Rick Tockett hates Connor
2: Bedard. He does not he want to have talent to work with. Listen, these guys <laughs> are up man.
1: Yeah, that's why they should never have, uh, d- you know, made that coaching switch, right? And just- Quinn
2: Hughes is going to play thirty minutes, maybe forty. Maybe forty. Anything yeah, right up until
1: it. the point where his ACL is like that uh, yes, phone charger you have at the side of your at the side of your bed, just hanging on for dear life. <laughs> Zach really enjoyed that. One. Just dangling because he knows he's thinking about it. He's like, I can't believe this thing still charges stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm then he buys like a, for thirteen years. <laughs> yeah, then he buys like a six foot one that like is like reinforced that goes like around his couch and then like two months in he's like why doesn't this work anymore yeah i can't yeah, believe exactly. this meanwhile oh, no. like the apple one is like a, a one thread of coil and somehow super powered and still is charging everything in sight yeah and costs it 90 dollars yeah that's who's yeah, exactly. acl by the way everybody that's his acl right. same right. thing. thank you <laughs> uh,
0: you got uh <laughs> artificial 360 here saying in italian households they're known as the vanculo canucks <laughs> so, like, <come>
2: <laughs> all right uh, fun uh, fact <laughs> <laughs> there we go
0: uh, todd circling back to the capitals game quickly here there's a couple things some housekeeping <laughs> things uh based on based on <laughs> oh we gotta based on the chat <laughs> this is just falling right um, off the rails Sorry, that was barking. <laughs> all good, Todd. You had mentioned uh looking at the over. If Kemper wasn't going here, I see insight saying Kuznetsov centering third line at Caps morning skate. John Carlson was paired with Irwin and Lindgren confirmed Ooh. for Caps. Would you circle back on this game at all and take a look at the over six and a half minus one hundred nine here?
2: I might because I'm oh, pretty Carlson sure Carlson it... out tonight for Caps. There you go, another. <laughs>
0: conflicting okay. sports. i'll see what i can find in the background here okay I,
2: I would have liked him to play but um charlie lindgren has been very bad uh since the calendar flipped so i think I, do we have a goalie for columbus yet i just know nothing over here give me like two seconds i'll see what okay I let's circle back again <laughs> let's well, get into tawny props and then circle back <laughs>
0: Uh, no, not confirmed. But looking at uh, Daniil Tarasov right now for the Columbus Blue Jackets, Lindgren is confirmed. I am seeing that.
1: Literally, any human being other than Elvis Merzlikens is a positive for the Blue Jackets, right? Like we can. Yeah, we can Tarasov is
2: probably the best goalie they have. I would prefer it was Hutchinson or Merzlikens, but.
0: Okay, here we go. So, Roman Stubbs, Washington Post sports reporter, has tweeted two minutes ago, John Carlson is close to returning but will not play tonight per Laviolette. So, no John Carlson and Lindgren
2: confirm. Okay. I, Blue I, Jackets I st- alt-line. I still lean to the over. <laughs> I, st- I still lean to the over. Okay, so not an official... If you want oh okay okay so
0: we'll we will lock that in then the over six and a half minus 109 um now what else am i looking at here in the chat that's going on uh montenbo going for the habs uh and then i'm seeing <laughs> habs minus one and a half habs minus three and a half <laughs> so Habs and uh jordan also saying habs blue jackets and coyotes minus one and a half parlay there you go that is the way to play that one here for tonight
2: um, i what we should turn the show into <laughs> everyone comes in every week picks the most disturbing teams on the board minus one and a half <laughs> all the dogs
0: flip them go you know, minus one and a half that's what we're looking for here tonight um uh, there's a few games we didn't touch on. I just want to go quickly through and ask you guys if you had any uh, any bets that you were looking at and those or anything you wanted to go through. So Ottawa, Boston, Matt, Todd,
1: anything there that you guys were looking at? No.
0: All right. We'll no. move on. I
1: mean, is yeah. Dylan Ferguson gonna stop forty eight shots again tonight? Is he is yeah, like... I'm just
2: gonna check what Boston's team can
0: somebody no, like. They're me going know to the sixth goalie that? tonight, actually. They're going to the sixth goalie sixth for the goal- sixth game tonight. Sixth goalie tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay,
2: Boone's <laughs> team total. I was thinking maybe, but it's minus one sixty for three and a half, so never mind. Can't so that. nope.
0: Okay. Uh then next game, they not get to uh Detroit St. Louis. Anything there for either of you guys? I uh, forgot Yacob that was Brana. a
2: game. Yakub it to murder the Red Wings, minus 5,000. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on for the props. Hold on for the props.
0: Okay, we'll get sorry. to those. We'll go through them all at once. Uh, Arizona, Winnipeg, other than minus one and a half, Arizona, anything you guys are looking at there? Uh, I don't
1: think
2: I texted this in.
1: I kind of like no. the
2: Coyotes. Oh, oh,
0: wait, wait. Surprise,
2: wait. surprise. <laughs> I could maybe get down with an under. I could maybe get down with an under.
0: Okay. All right. Let's run through this then. We'll go through both that we've got here. So, Matt or Todd, let's start with you with the under you could be convinced on. And then we'll close out because obviously we're going with the Coyotes here tonight. Why wouldn't we? But mm-hmm. under Todd, you're looking at under
1: six and a half?
2: Yeah. I'm just looking to see if Hellebuck's confirmed. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, he's not. Nobody's confirmed yet. But he's not confirmed. Hellebuck's-
1: and this number still is up to plus 249.
2: If Hellebuck is starting, I like the under. If Hellebuck's starting and I mean, this
1: goes up over two plus two fifty, like this is a thing and it's happening. Arizona Coyotes, what's up? <laughs> And okay. Obviously, flip another dog. Oh, minus one yeah. and a
0: half. Yeah. Okay. So, Matt, would you play this one as it is right now, uh, with no goalie confirmed for Winnipeg, or just leave as is, wait for goalie confirmation, then make a decision?
1: No, I'm gonna. I'm I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it at plus okay. two forty. Because I mean, I mean, listen. I was. I had plus two thirty question mark written down in 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 my notes. And if we're gonna blow <laughs> right through that, like. What could have possibly happened in the last, you know, half an hour, hour to, to move this up other than things that I was already kind of assuming that were going to happen, i.e. Connor Hellebuck playing. But the last I saw Connor Hellebuck, he wasn't really playing all that well in that 3 nothing loss against St. Louis. I believe he started that game. I saw, I mean, again, I'm trusting, uh, at this yeah, point, I'm did. trusting stats, the ticker stats. On networks because I'm deep into the weeds in college basketball, so I have to sort of <laughs> a- acknowledge that those might not be necessarily accurate. But yeah, he stopped what 14 of 17 shots against St. Louis. Like that's not the, the Connor Hellebuck I know. And so if he's starting tonight, then yeah, we're going to get a better price. But if he's not starting and we can lock in a plus 249, like I'm kind of into that too. Again, just one bet, nothing crazy. We can throw that in the mix with the Flyers and the Blue Jackets and all the other like plus 200 underdogs that we put together this season that have won at a pretty decent clip. Like we've been, I think, at least 40% on these like plus 200 and change uh, underdogs, which is all you need to be profitable, even if it's not necessarily tonight over the course of this entire season. As we sit here on March 21st, they've done quite well. Today's going to be the funniest board
0: to look back at. We're through, like, eight plays that we have, and we haven't even got to a Toddy props yet. All right, final game that I got to ask you guys about because I'm very intrigued in this one. Let's just pull this one up and dig right into it. The Calgary Flames have just been
2: not able to get anything
0: done. And they're facing Anaheim tonight, plus 200. Is this a price we'd be willing to look at here, guys?
2: I don't, I, I'm just going to pretend this game doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am <do. I'm...
1: laughs> there's a rogue plus plus two oh, no. <laughs> plus 201.
2: Block I mean, off this road. Block off this road. You've done enough.
1: <laughs> well, again, like I was going to say, I didn't know if we were going to talk about this or not, so I sort of blew my my King's rant earlier. But like, what was that last night? What, what, were, the, what were the Flames doing as favorites? <laughs> Uh, what were they doing with a minus in front of them? Even you know around Pickham against the mm-hmm. Kings, like, what are we doing with this
2: Flames yeah, team? Now, where we now keep- you're getting me, you're getting me up in arms now. Now I have a I have a gripe with the Flames as well. Well, Here just we like,
1: I mean, <laughs> no, no, the gripe no, no. is like they stink. <laughs> like they're not- <laughs> no. I
2: have a different gripe. Oh, under, gripe? Nine and a half, under nine and a half penalty minutes. I had the Flames under nine and a half penalty minutes last night. They were at eight with. 9 minutes left. <laughs> Get, I went to bed. Face, bro, I went to bed. I went to bed and I wake up and see that Zadorov and Kadri got cross checking like a minute after I went to bed, both of them. And then so I went over on the penalty minutes. That was my first penalty minutes prop loss that I that I uh, since I've started them last week. <laughs> don't ask. Don't ask. There's big
1: edges oh i can't wait 20, 20 24 season over at the score <laughs> is todd ripping off penalty minute props oh get it into the article chart todd, Man, boy. they're good i'm telling get you get it into good. the
2: story chart i'm like six and one on them oh boy and of course the flames had to ruin it because they ruin everything six all the time. and one ytd stupid, that's stupid going team. right at the top of that article yeah I love it it. uh yeah <laughs> can we get can we get penalty minute props on bet stamp here i'll see what i can do for you guys Sweet. i need to compare best market price <laughs> i will tell
0: you this last year but matt before you get into your <laughs> breakdown of why we're taking in i'm i got nothing left inside. to say <laughs>
1: man the flames stink that's I'm just gonna why. start quacking Did the flames stink and they're plus 201 on the ducks available at pinnacle that's that's the story flame stink plus 200 or better that there you go so we should just do this the rest do of your, props, do your penalty props like flame stink that's <laughs> i haven't got do. to look at penalty props yet i need to still dive it in.
0: <laughs> it's supposed to be fridays that get mailed in guys what are we doing here? We, we can't even say we mailed it in we have no this is electric content yeah. is. Uh, um, if you're but, not tuning uh, in on a tuesday what are you doing with your life I just say so. Last year, we went to a uh, Leafs the one game two of the Leafs playoffs against Tampa, um, and one of the we were basically at this point it was like EV was just being thrown out the window. Like we were just degenerately betting, and uh, one of the guys actually did come up with a positive EV play. We had Wayne Simmons over 0.5 penalty minutes, and it was like plus two hundred or something absurd. And he's so like, All "Don't right, like, it this is, Try it." Yeah, we we're like that he's I'm like this not is not my it. best bet for tonight. We all bet it and uh that was the one where we're expecting like, all right, game two, you're we gonna go into this one, it's gonna be a little rough and tumble, you're gonna get a fight or something break out. Wayne Simmons is gonna be involved. About like five minutes into the first period, I'm pretty sure Wayne Simmons took like a tripping penalty, and that was how we won the bet. <laughs> it was like, All right, there you go, done. Like that was we all cashed like plus one fifty to two hundred, whatever it was, and that was the way we went about it, but uh, all right, I guess if we don't have anything else there, Jordan if Wayne Mosel Simmons is, is breathing. He's getting himself a penalty. Just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Jordan Mosel is t- taking uh, Ducks, Yotes, Blue Jackets, Habs minus one and a half parlay pays uh thirteen hundred to one. So there you go. You want to <laughs> lock in the money printer. You that wanna... is... <laughs> we'll that never is we'll never tell you that you can get rich quick betting, but uh, if there's ever a night, maybe 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 tonight is the night, but. There you go. That's all the money lines and totals for tonight. Todd, as always, the best way to close out the Tuesday show, bang off all the Toddy props, and then we'll we'll, uh, we'll recap everything that's been placed here tonight as we do have a lot of bets. But, Todd, what do you got for us for your player props for tonight?
2: Do we want penalty minute props? I just did two. I'm just firing through them right I mean- now. Uh, yeah. Give me two I seconds.
0: I can't track
2: them, but if you want to give them
0: out as something for everyone else to go and find for themselves, I'm fine with that. But just yeah. so you okay. know and everyone else say them out. can't track them.
2: Okay. I'll just yes. give two then. I'll just give two. All okay, right. Go for it. Uh, so the Sabres-Preds game. Preds, under 9.5 penalty minutes, minus 115 uh they don't take many penalties i don't even know what else to say they don't take many penalties they've averaged four penalty minutes the last 10 games so give me under nine and a half at minus 115 uh also sabers under seven and a half penalty minutes minus 115 uh they've averaged 322 uh in terms of penalty minutes the last um 10 games uh they're also only at 426 which is top five rate for the season they don't take many penalties Basically, the only way they'd get over this number is if Dylan Cousins and all the Sabres start fighting guys. But they only do that against the Boons. They're not going to do that against the Preds. So I like both teams under the penalty minutes in that game. So that'll make up because I only have three Toddy props today, even on okay. this huge slate. So I had to make up for it somehow. Okay. Wow. Let me, uh, let me get into him here. Yeah. I can't find them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I found them. Uh, first Toddy prop, Jack Hughes over three and a half shots. I always take Jack Hughes. That's why I'm taking him. No, I'm Mm -hmm. kidding. Uh, (laughs) He has a 64% hit rate this season, 71% on home ice. Uh, He's hitting nine of the last 10 at home, averaging 7.7 attempts in that span. So it's not like he's not shooting much and just kind of fluking his way to hits. He is generating a lot of shots. Uh, Also, as I mentioned, the Wild without Kapuzov and some of the others that they have injured right now, they're allowing a lot more shots. They're 28th in five-on-five shots against since the trade deadline. And they're giving up a lot to centers in particular. Uh, Last 10 games, only Arizona, Chicago, and Vegas are giving up more shots to centers. So I like Hughes. Uh, Then I like my road warrior, Martin Neckass. He has a 71% hit rate on the road this year, which is 24% higher than at home. His shot outputs are higher on the road. Uh, With Svechnikov out, he's on the top line, top power play, whole nine yards. Um, Last 10 games, Rangers are bottom five to shots against. versus wingers on a per-game basis, so I like neck ass. Then lastly, David Paschenak, over four and a half shots. He's faced the Senators six times since the beginning of last season. He hit in five of them. Uh, the one loss, he only missed by one shot. He's averaging 11 attempts per game over those six matchups, which is ridiculous because he leads the league this year, averaging 8.7, and he's averaging 11 against Ottawa. Uh, he's also better on home ice. The Senators are in a road back-to-back. The playoff chances aren't looking very good right now. I think this is a spot where they could give up a lot of rubber. Uh, So that's it for me.
0: There you go. There's the three uh, player props in terms of shots on goal. But Todd, uh, before we go and recap all the picks from today, Insight asking here. uh, He says, good luck with your bets and may the winners be yours. Todd, what books uh, for the Poundly Minute props?
2: Uh, Botano is where I see them. I don't know if other books have them. I've never even checked, honestly. Okay. Uh, I
0: know there was one, but uh, they are exiting Ontario, so I know you can no longer, probably got, no longer play those. You lines. got two <laughs> weeks left, right? You had a week <laughs> yeah, left. exactly. Think, to, to yes, that uh, this should tell you which book that was. But uh, in terms of picks for today, we'll run through these here, pull them up on screen. Um, all right plenty of picks so uh stay dialed in here and uh, should we rerun I...
1: my 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 warning to not play that many games the rest of the season while uh while we show all the games that we play tonight? <laughs> yeah.
0: should
1: we, should yes we or no yes
0: exactly you want to give that actually you know what matt here you go give the precursor of what you said earlier and then i'll get through these <laughs> so yeah we're only gonna you're
1: only gonna want to focus on a couple of teams right, right. Well, let's try to right. keep the volume down the rest of the regular let's not season. get crazy chill uh, out get relax. crazy you don't need like an 8 to 10 you know game night there's no reason for that all these teams you don't know what to expect etc cetera, etc cetera. so you know try to keep the volume to a dull roar and only have eight games tonight <laughs> and penalty minute props and, and penalty, penalty
2: minutes, minutes and props.
0: shots on goal Prop. and with that being said let's recap yeah. the picks for tonight as uh, obviously we've stuck to our own rules here we're looking at the Columbus Blue Jackets money line, plus 214, first of all. Uh, we're going a full unit on all of these here, so uh, keep that in mind as I run through them. But Columbus Blue Jackets money line, plus 214 against the Washington Capitals. We're also looking at the over 6.5, minus 109 in that game. And that was as we got the goalie announcement. Kemper was out, Lindgren in, so taking the over 6.5, minus 109. Now, moving on to the next game, we're taking the Philadelphia Flyers money line plus 158 tonight at home against the Florida Panthers. That is the Philadelphia Flyers plus 158 money line against the Florida Panthers. Next up, we're looking at the Buffalo Sabres minus 142 money line against the Nashville Predators minus 142 money line. Buffalo Sabres against the Nashville Predators. And uh, that one's because uh, the boys just think Nashville stinks. So uh, hopefully that's enough reason for you guys to get involved with that one as well. Next one, we go to the Carolina Hurricanes New York Rangers game. We are taking Carolina plus 103 on the money line against the Rangers tonight, plus 103 money line, as well as Martin Neches. Is that is that how you say it, Todd? Neches? Yeah. Neches? Yeah. Neches. Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
2: some- something
0: uh, or
1: something other. Maybe, maybe when he's a ten-year veteran, we're gonna get this guy's name figured yes, out. Five maybe. years, is
0: clearly not enough. <laughs> uh, over two and a half shots on goal, minus one fourteen. That's Martin Neches. Over two and a half shots on goal, minus one fourteen. As well as the Carolina Hurricanes money line, plus one oh three in the game against the New York Rangers. We are also looking at David Pasternak over four and a half shots on goal, minus one ten tonight in the Bruins Senators game. Pasternak over four and a half shots on goal, minus one ten. Next up, Jack Hughes over three and a half shots on goal, minus 130 De- in the Devils wild game. So that's Jack Hughes over three and a half shots on goal, minus 130. And then we are looking to take the Toronto Maple Leafs money line, minus 115 tonight on the road against the New York Islanders. Minus 115 money line for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Holy boys, lots of plays here tonight. <laughs> Arizona Coyotes.
1: It's <laughs> going to be tough to put in the TikTok, Zach. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they need like four I of know. them.
0: Uh, Arizona Coyotes plus two forty nine money line tonight against the Winnipeg Jets on the road plus two forty nine money line. Arizona Coyotes and finally the Vancouver Canucks, or as Artificial Three Sixty said, uh, I believe that was you said the Vanculo Canucks in the Italian households. Vancouver Canucks. Plus 116 money line against the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, Matt.
1: Uh, I can't imagine this not coming back to bite me, but uh, <laughs> why are the Anaheim Ducks at plus 201 not on the list? <laughs> Get them in there. You lost okay.
2: track of how many plays yeah, we have. Yeah, I did lose track. <laughs> I have two more penalty minute lose. props. We've already listen, gone over Zach, an hour. It's not going to
1: matter, man, because <laughs> by the time the TikTok gets to the Ducks game as the last game on the schedule, the people who have TikTok, all of which under 25 <laughs> years old, are going to shut it off because their attention span wouldn't allow themselves to get right. all the way through the TikTok. TikTok. right so so uh,
0: thank god today i'm not the person doing the tiktok because i have to go to uh record some other things and i have to record two other things today so i i can't do the tiktok today so that is somebody else's problem some other things <laughs>
2: yeah, okay. yeah So Sorry, i can't I, do this one buddy <laughs> I'm, I'm just fine. gonna
0: send a precursor i like a pre-scheduled note to the to the other producer jason and say Every morning, every Tuesday. Hey, Jason. Looks like I have something else today. Can you do the, the TikTok today?
1: <laughs> and just knowing what we're gonna 45 have. Forty five bets yes. on the schedule. We I did t- well before I get to you, Todd. We did. Todd like in Zach didn't Anaheim. realize there was a Q and A portion of the show today.
2: <laughs> yeah. I have too many bets. I I have to get them out. <laughs> yeah,
0: I did lock in, plus 201 Anaheim Ducks money line there for anybody else who's wondering, so that's been added on. Now, uh, something that we can't track here, but Todd will give you two more bets uh, for
2: tonight. This Go is ahead, why Todd. you tune into the show. You got yes. these penalty minute bets. Okay, two more. <laughs> Montreal Canadiens, under 11.5 PIMS, minus 115. Uh, They're averaging like four PIMS a game. The end, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good, um, I hope so. Minnesota, under ten and a half penalty minutes, minus one fifteen. The Devils do not get power plays. This is not a bias thing or me like saying it. Check I'm checking the stats right now. Only Vegas has spent less time on the power play this season. The Devils draw four minutes and twenty seconds worth of power plays per game. So I will take Minnesota at under ten and a half at minus one fifteen. Thank you is that uh is this it
1: like can i close the show yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we got Are there more key there's got to be key numbers with penalty minutes right like nine and a half ten and a half like that's got to be that's like seven and you know six and a half seven and a half in football right like
2: i usually see seven and a half and then there's just randomly teams that don't even take penalties at like 10 or 11 so i always just do those ones because of the by twos or whatever there's not a ton of fights to get us off the yes exactly off the, off the even numbers Yes. Oh, sevens,
0: because you get, could get the occasional five every now and then. Just but like that's not enough. There, a two.
2: I mean, if you get a five, you're probably going over no matter what. Unless right? it's a 10 or 11, potentially. But anyways, anyway. Anyway. I'm not expecting many fights between the New Jersey Devils and Minnesota Wild or the Nashville Predators and Buffalo Sabres.
0: Okay, this might be a stupid question. I will fully take that one on the chin, but I'm curious because it just crossed my mind. But <laughs> Penalty minutes... Is this penalty minutes awarded or penalty minutes served?
1: It would be awarded, awarded. 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 awarded.
0: All right, awarded. just wanted to clarify, wanted to make sure. All right, but I uh, told you it might
1: be a dumb question. I need <laughs> to ask it anyways, though. I need to make sure. Listen, I can blow this, I can blow this pod, blow this pod r- straight out of the water with a question about uh, with a, about penalty minutes that I, but I'm not going to because you know. Well, We're at one hour and four minutes. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You guys, uh, Todd's to dogs out. made 11 appearances already in the show. <laughs> in the show. All Thank right.
0: You. I will wrap this up now. Uh, to anyone who tuned in here today, if you haven't already subscribed to the Edgework HQ uh, YouTube channel, please make sure to do sh- do so. More content like this, more hour long shows of breaking down penalty minutes, and Stella's gonna get some so- penalty minutes. <laughs> 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 gonna have to send her to the sin bin. Hit to the head. Uh, <laughs> um, if you haven't already subscribed, please make sure to do so. You can also like this stream; that helps us out a lot. You can follow us on Twitter to see all the pay- <laughs> to see when we're going live. <laughs> Live, who's going live on what days make sure to follow us on twitter there as well and if you want to see all the pics that we've given out throughout the course of the season okay, you can find you. us in the bet stamp app on ios Very and nice. android in the find better section as Edgework HQ. so make sure you go see that you can see our records see our roi see the clv we've put up so far this year so make sure to go check that out but as a reminder uh, all the picks will be hidden until game time so if you want to see the picks you got to come here to the show you got to watch it through or you can watch back you can see at the end of the, every show like today do recap all the picks that were given out so thank you to everyone who tuned in greatly appreciated. Matt, Todd, thank you guys for taking the time. This was a long one today. So you guys are very gracious with your time. Really, I had to, I had that. to empty
1: out the clip. I'm off for the next two. I had to empty out right. the clip. This is this is three weeks worth of content for you guys all today. So we'll right. see. You, we'll see you in three weeks for the playoffs. Sounds good. Well, Matt. Thank you for taking the time
0: today. Uh, Enjoy your trip. Uh, Congratulations. We will see you in a few weeks then when you are back. Todd, I will see you back here next Tuesday. We'll have to bring Alex back in. We'll drag him right back in just when he thought he got out and was just on the Wednesday show. We'll see if we can get him back here on the Tuesday. But thank you guys for taking the time today. Really appreciate it. And for everyone who tuned in, appreciate you taking the time, spending your morning with us as well. And uh, I will see everyone back here tomorrow morning, ten thirty a.m. Eastern Time, for another picks and preview show here on the Edrick HQ YouTube channel. Good luck on your bets tonight.